Welcome to the Zat Sports Podcast. Today we've got uh, Dalton, Hayden and Craig obviously joining us. Fellas, welcome, welcome. Uh, a lot to get into G'day, today. G'day. A lot to get into. Um, no long, boring draft that makes people want to stick nails in their eyes. So yeah, we're just we're going to get straight into it. We're going to kick off the uh, the episode with the review of round one. Pretty interesting round. A lot of close games. A lot of a few not so close ones, but. Fairly good round of footy, in my opinion. It's round one, obviously, so there's only room for improvement. But I was I was pretty happy with the with the quality of footy that was being played. There were a lot of close games as well. They weren't they weren't like complete blowouts like like the Roosters Dolphins game was actually a good game to watch. Yeah, like well, you, what do we got? We got a Golden Point game in the in the Storm versus the Eels. You had field goal from Broncos. For some reason, Manly decided they wanted to kick a field goal. Cowboys won by a field goal. Like, Rabbitohs had a field goal in their game too. But we'll get into that game later. First first up, uh, Melbourne 16 over Parramatta 12. Pretty back and forth game. First half dominated by uh, Parramatta after Munster went off. And then Cam Munster returned like a superhero to the field and set up a few tries. Um, and then obviously, yeah, Harry Grant and Golden Point reaching over past some tied forwards. Boys, uh, what did you think of this one? Bad expected, really. Top yeah, four class. Good game. To, to, to put it simple. But, I don't know. I thought Parrish should have won that, but I think the uh, refs have been a bit friendly toward them, so... I was going to say, I was at work, so I didn't really get to watch the game, but it, it looked like a good game. I I think we were playing FIFA at the time, Dylan. I was mainly watching this game. But it was a pretty entertaining like game. I thought it was good. Back and forth, like end-to-end footy for a while. Yeah, there were a few penalties. There were a few 60 goes. I think the ref kind of got it a bit too involved in the game. But it was still solid, solid game of footy. Went to Golden Point, had everyone on the edge of their seats. Parramatta had... Plenty of chances, I thought, to win that game and just couldn't break the Storm's line. I mean, Storm's defence is always elite, no matter who they're versing. They've always got really good defence. So. I guess I kind of I kind of doubted them a bit with the, like, especially in their middle forwards that they got rid of, or their forwards they got rid of. You know, Bromwich gone, Cheese gone, um, other Bromwich gone, Felice Kafusi gone. So, like, but a lot of yeah. the younger guys really stepped up, I thought. It was a good game, but it was. I was expecting more from the what's his name, um, their new signing from the Warriors. Oh, that Ellie Ellie Katoa. I thought he he struggled to adapt to the to the Melbourne style of play. I think early, like he yeah, just gave away too many penalties, um, made a few errors, and. Look, I think it's something that can be worked on, but at the moment he's just, yeah, probably probably struggling to adapt a little bit, I'd say. Which, yeah, would take time. So it's only the first game of the season. Yeah, yeah that's that's right. Form eventually. So three points, Cam Munster. I thought he was electric when he was on the field. Silky, ball on a string. Just absolute peak Munster stuff, really. 
Uh, two points, Harry Grant scored the match winner. Carved up the middle once the forwards started to get a bit tired, especially in that second half. Uh, one point I had to Jermaine Hopgood. He put in a stint and a half. Played all 84 minutes, 172 metres, like 62 post-contact, 57 tackles. Like, the guy was just insanely good. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're my three two ones for that game. No real big takeaways other than the Munster injury. Obviously, popped his finger out. Gross-looking injury. Yeah, it was looked pretty rough. Did not did not mess around with it at all. So he's he's out for I, I believe yeah two to three weeks I think it was. No, I think they upgraded it to two to four last time I seen it. Uh, three to four, sorry. Yeah. Okay. So that was Thursday night's game. Friday night's uh, first game was down in New Zealand, where the Warriors twenty defeated the Newcastle Knights twelve. Uh this game was you know it was. Expected in the Knights versus the the Warriors, I think it was a lot. I think the New Zealand crowd made it a lot better than what it was. Uh, there was a few errors, you know, sloppy defence, things that that you expect in a round one game. But I thought, you know, it had its moments too. You know, Ponga was blitzing up in the second half, and and Chansey made that try save. Jackson Ford almost crashed over and got held up over the line by Munster, uh, not Munster, by Ponger and uh, Ponger and someone else. I think it might have been Lockie Miller even. And then it had a bit of niggle in it too. So, like, all you can want from a New Zealand game, really. And the crowd really got, got behind them in Wellington. I did watch the game. It was a good game. New Zealand just, I think it was just a learning, like a pretty much just a working out period for the Knights for Newcastle. With their new signing, Lockie Miller, trying to fit him into fullback role and trying to get Ponga comfortable back in the six jersey. So but I think they'll work things out better this week. I think uh, I think KP will only get better. Yeah. He, he showed signs. He, he wasn't, he's not consistent enough yet, yeah, but I but... think he's shown enough signs that he will be. But obviously, the big talking point. That game, 10 minutes to go, Knights all over the Warriors. I think they had like three repeat sets in a row. And Kalen Ponga dives for a loose ball, doesn't get it. It's collected by Adam Fenua Blake, who kind of just fell on him. After like being slow to get up because he just had a front row falling on him. Independent doctor ruled for a HIA test to be taken on Kalen Ponga. Obviously, 10 minutes to go, it ruled him out for the rest of the match because that's the, the minimum wait time on the HIAs. And Ponga seemed fine. Like, for someone who's had a lot of injuries, like concussions in the past, if he had a concussion, he would know about it, I think. Like, he, I don't think he'd fuck around with it, especially where he is in his career, how damaged his career has been by concussions. Yeah, but also, there's also that competitive mindset where he will keep saying, I'm not injured, I'm not concussed for the sake of the game. It happened with Reese Walsh last year yeah. against the Titans. Uh, he was clearly injured. You yeah. see it almost every time someone gets knocked out. Like, 
They're just like, no, no, I'm sweet, I'm sweet, I'm sweet. And it's, you, you're clearly not. But I think, I think the difference between that and Ponga's one, though, is when Ponga got up, he got straight up. He didn't stumble. Like, he was slow to get up. Once he got to his feet, he was fine. But there was no, like, stumble. His hand didn't fall anywhere as he's trying to get up. And he ran back to the line perfectly to join in the defensive line before the independent doctor said, get off. Do you reckon they just pulled him off because of his history? I think that could be, they're a bit, con- like the independent doctor goes, all right, he's had concussions in the past. Let's not risk it. Let's test him. But in saying that, at that point of the game, like. Big call. That's, that's changed. That changed that game. Because I think Wade Egan hadn't even crossed over at that point yet. When Ponga was on the field, it was 14 to 12 away of the the Warriors. So it was it was a huge call to make. And again, it's it goes on that competitive mindset where Ponga's still thinking they've got a chance to win. I don't want to go off. And it just comes down to his safety. Because it would be a shame if it was his career was cut short because of it. I get, I get why the independent doctor is there. But surely there's got to be like some a better way of looking at it instead of just going, get him off. Like You'd think they'd try and do the on-field test first. Right? Yeah, I, I think so too. Like the independent doctor's got a rule for like a... HIA test, I think, and they just like, yeah, just pull them off like in the back of the play or, or off to the sideline. Do like even like a sideline HIA test. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think I think that would have been a better way of doing it. But in saying that, like, it's just it's something they've got to work on. But I mean, there's always going to be hiccups. I don't know that that was necessarily costing them the game because it's one player, but, I mean, it did shift the shift the change a little bit, so you never know really. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Definitely. So the three two ones for that game, uh, one point went to Tohu Harris, two points to Wade Egan, and Charles Nickel Clockstar. The GOAT. Had three points. What just let him go, Dil? I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know why we let him go. <laughs> Look, even as a backup fullback, he would have done, like... He doesn't deserve to be a backup yeah. fullback. That's the problem. I'd have him over Savage any day of the week. But I think more, it was going back to, to his family, back over there. It was more of a turn, like convincing story for him instead of having that starting spot at Canberra. Yeah, look, yeah. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not blaming. Because there's not going home, and I never will. But if he ever wanted to come back to the Raiders, I'll tell you what, the Raiders definitely, the Raiders definitely missed his defense on the weekend. But, but still, funny you say that because John Bateman went home to go with his him. Yeah, but John Bateman's a fucking joke. joke. All right, let's not go there. (laughs) (laughs) All right, moving on. Moving on, we had the the match of the round. We had the Broncos thirteen defeat the Panthers twelve. Pretty good game of footy, this one. I, I enjoyed it quite thoroughly. Um, I love seeing Penrith lose. <laughs> pretty good game, I thought. Obviously hard working in the middle, as you expect from two pretty good packs. Uh, yeah, boys. 
Panthers going down in the opening round. Didn't pick it. Did not pick it. Yeah. I, no, I thought the Broncos I, would be close, but I didn't. I didn't expect them to like I, win. I was expecting Panthers <laughs> to bounce back too, after like, the um that World Club Challenge. I thought I thought they'd be trying to bounce back massively, and they just they didn't they didn't look hungry. Like Broncos were looked like they were enjoying themselves. They didn't play bad by any means. They just didn't play to the the standard that they set over the past couple of seasons. There's been a lot of talk about is the Panther dynasty over, but I don't see it being over. I see them going probably. I don't see them at the grand final, but I see them going a fair way in. I see. I see them being top four for the next five, ten years. Like they're they're a quality, quality team. That's if the Bulldogs stop stealing all their players. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, three, two, ones for that one. I had one point go to Pat Carrigan. Two points to Adam Reynolds and three points to Payne Haas. Payne Haas just put in a stint and a half. Like I thought you were about to in the front row. I was about to fucking in the front row playing playing sixty five minutes against the the reigning premiers, who are a big pack in themselves. Like it's just a top top effort. Um, Didn't miss a tackle or anything. Didn't he? I don't know. Yeah, no. Twenty seven tackles, zero misses. 207 metres, 84 post-contact, 7 tackle busts. The guy's just a freak. He is. He's insane. I, didn't, I, I, think he's, uh, I think he just needs to keep proving himself because I think everyone was starting to say, like, why does everyone put him on such a high pedestal? And I mean, that's not yeah, a game against the buddy reigning premiers. There you go. Have that. Yeah, who'd, who'd have... Fisher, Harris, and Leota are two international forwards. Yeah. So, you go out there and stick it to them. Top work. Top, top work. So, yeah, um, talking point out of that game, obviously, it's probably been, it's been in the news nonstop. Jerome Luai and Jamin Salmon's little spat. Um, I think that's just a competitive the, nature of it. I thought it was... I don't think there's oh, much I, th- it. I thought it was just a camera show, really. <laughs> Like, uh, so it's been released on what they were arguing about. Um, it was about that pass where Jaden Salmon, they run it. It's their set play when they go Luai's side. They have the center on the decoy, and Luai usually passes to Kikau. But on this occasion, it was like Jaden Salmon there, and Salmon was claiming that he was tired, and that's why he wasn't in his spot. And Lu- that and Luai. Luai blew up over that. That's not good enough. Yeah. I, I think, from what I've seen, like, Salmon said something first um, to Luai. Yeah, he I, said, I, what, are you, what are you pissed about? Yeah, so... Or something along that lines. From, from an interchange forward to say that to your origin international representative 5'8", it's pretty piss poor. Like... Yeah. Obvious, like if he, but I guarantee you, he's just he's just lost a game that they should have won in home. Like just just fucking leave it for the spray and, in the sheds and and move on. Unnecessary on the field, but you know when you're a weak gutter dog, you deserve a spray. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, but I, I guarantee you, Jaden Salmon's not going to use the um. 
I'm tired excuse anymore because Lua has embarrassed him in front of cameras. And now he's going to be in that spot and he won't make the mistake. He's going to come off the bench, bro. You, you shouldn't be tired. Does that mean Luai's going to get fined and suspended by the NRL? Because he, like, picked on Jamin Salmon? Probably. We don't know the point I mean, of details. It can happen to Sticky. Though. It can happen to anyone. <laughs> uh, moving on to the next game, it was really the only big blowout of the, the round. Manly 31... Canterbury Bankstown six. Bulldogs. Tommy Turbo returned. If Daly Cherry Evans scored a hat trick on you, go back to reserve grade. It was a soft <laughs> hat trick. Like they just that they the just intercept hit. that he scored hat trick was horrible. At the end, I don't know who oh. Matt. Yeah, I don't know who Matt Burton was trying to pass it to. But that ball was going nowhere except to the Cherry Evans' chest. I was going to say Matt Burton thought he was playing Origin still, but Jack, Daily Cherry Evans was playing for the other team, so you can't really put that excuse out there. But that was just... I tipped the Bulldogs to win that game. The only real star of the show for them were, was Reed Mahoney. But a, a pretty good performance. But, like, yeah, it was... I, I changed my tip five minutes before the... Game start. Well, I thought I thought they um, like they've got a much better spine now. I guess fullback Pernham didn't really do much, but like still Burton, Flanagan's a good player, and Mahoney. Like you'd, you'd think they'd do well, but that was just a shit out performance. There was a fair few changes, so it's not like they're going to gel straight away. No, I, I get that, but like, yeah, it's just. Against Manly too, and it's not like Manly have like a humongous forward pack or a solid back line. They've got a good spine. But that's that's kinda it. And Cooper Johns didn't really do much. Like I don't think Lockie Croker did too much. It was just it was just all over him off just basic plays. Just good football, mate. Fundamentals. Which is all you need really when you've got and Daily Cherry. That's it. Round picks. one, stick to your fundamentals and you'll win thirty one to six. <laughs> My um, three two ones in that game. Ruben Garrett got one point. Tom Trebojevic two points. Daly Cherry Evans gets the three points. Now, hmm. now, Dill. Then came the five thirty game on Saturday, and I, I watched the first half and I thought, Premiership here we come. Then I watched the second half and I went, that's why I tipped us for the wooden spoon last year. The North Queensland Cowboys defeated the Canberra Raiders 19-18 to 18 in North Queensland. It was literally like the wind was in one team's back and the other team just couldn't get out of their own 20 and had to defend a lot. I think it was something ridiculous, like Cowboys had 70% of the ball at halftime. Yeah, you, and then that, that stat like, basically flipped for the second half. You had like 22 sets or something in the first half. Almost perfect. It's ridiculous. All dude. by one. And we were six from nine at like the 30 minute mark. I just remember that. And then he's made, he's finally made your first error and we bounced. It was just a massive switch. But even then, like, I, I still stand by this. You play that game in Canberra, we win. We were just gassed, man. Like the humidity, the different conditions, like. 
No, no, like oh, you, you play that game yeah, again. I, you, I think it was a good if you game. watch that game again in the last fifteen minutes, not a single Canberra Raider looked like they had energy. Not a single one of them. I don't think a single person on the field looked like they had energy, <laughs> except for Chad Townsend who ended up slotting the field goal. Yeah, I still look. I'm, season, I'm, still I'm probably just. Guy. I'm probably just saying that as a biased Raider supporter, but I don't really care. But I, I reckon you play <laughs> that. In a, I reckon you play yeah. that in Canberra, and I reckon we've got the, like we've got a little bit more energy in the home ground behind us, obviously. But plus the home ground. At the end of the day, the... Man, after those first thirty minutes for us to come back and lose by one, I'm glad it just wasn't fucking forty. Yeah, it. I think you've defended your line well in the first half. Um, Seb Chris is inexperienced at fullback. Showed, but he'll get better at that. Like the more he plays there the more he'll focus on his positioning. And I think there was twice he got caught out of position and Cowboys scored both times. So, look, win's a win. Win's a win. I'll take that. Three, two, ones. One point, Chad Townsend. Two points, Reese Robson. Three points, Ruben Cotter. I was tossing the turner between Cotter and Robson for the three points, but, you know, Ruben Cotter was just career high meters for a little nugget up against, like, Forwards like Tarpany, Goula, Horsbra. Like, they have. You just no, mentioned. Let me explain. How dare you? They have a big pack compared to us. They have tiny little nuggets that'll go 80 minutes. But the Raiders have got proper boppers. So, for Potter to put in a stint like that. They got the cocoon, as he reckons. 35 tackles with only one miss, too. So, very good stint from Ruben Cotter in the middle. Uh, next game, one of the more entertaining matches of the round, I thought. Uh, the South Sydney Rabbitohs defeated the Cronulla Sharks 27-18. to 18. It, Good game of footy. I thought the Sharks, without, without Hines, were actually pretty good. Like, obviously, they can be better. There's no doubt about that. It's round one. Yeah, no, I was definitely impressed with the Sharkies. I think the most entertaining part about that entire game was watching Ronaldo Mulatalo smile on his way to what he thought oh. was a try. Third thought he was in for all He's money. Walkover. And Locky I, I called it last week. I called it last week. I said he's going to be the game changer this season for the Rabbitohs. Lockie Ilias carved up, went from try-saving defence out of nowhere, got dragged over the line by Camp Murray, then put two on the on the chest of Campbell Graham for him to score. Even his ball to Keon Kalamatangi, like, just to get him one-on-one with, because I think it was Moylan out there. Like, that was still, like, a good ball. He was he was everywhere, Lockie Ilias. Um, I saw the troll play to right. Could he have been better? Yeah, but like so could have everyone, um, except for Ilias. I think he played the game of his career. I feel like Ilias was the only reason they won. I think, yeah, the big t- talking point is like Rabbitohs went left all year last year. Are you telling me they can go right too? Like, is that a thing? <laughs> because if so, we're all in trouble, boys. <laughs> we are all in trouble. Yeah, look. Let's be real, I'm a Raiders fan. Whoa. We're always in trouble. Uh, so the three, two, ones for that one. 
One point, Latrell Mitchell. Two points, Campbell Graham. Three points, of course, Lockie Ilias. Um, then we come to Sunday's games. Now, I will be honest, didn't watch these games. Did I have any interest in watching these games? Not really. Um, but apparently I missed out on a hell of a game between the Dolphins and the Roosters. And can someone please tell me what the fuck happened to the Sydney Roosters? Mate. They still named probably a side that I thought could win the grand final, even without Joey Manu. And, yeah, 28 points to 18, the Dolphins win their first ever game in the NRL. They went into it too confident, I think. I don't know if it's confidence, man. It's it's first game, first game of the year, and they're, they're just full of errors. There was there was like something ridiculous, like thirteen, fourteen errors in that game. Like their completion ratio was up to shit, and the Dolphins, the Dol- the Dolphins just were defensively they were up for it. Like Wayne Bennett, mate. So is there's a reason why he's held yeah, in such high regard? It's true. Uh, so I've got a, the list here. One ruck infringement from the Roosters to none. Um, both sides gave away an inside 10 metres set restart. Roosters, seven penalties conceded to the Dolphins, two. They also made 14 errors to the Dolphins, 12, and had a man in the bin as well. So Sloppy game of football. Very sloppy game of football. I don't, like, I don't think you'll was... see that from Roosters too many times this year. I think that was just a fucking, I don't know, getting rid of the cobwebs. I don't know what it was, but it's, it, it wasn't it wasn't up to standard. They didn't They didn't have Jared Warrior Hargreaves, who probably, no. like, pretty puts, key forward. puts some fear into the eyes of some forwards. Yeah, he's a key forward, but in saying that, they still had Lindsay Collins, who represented Queensland, Matt Lodge, who's still... Pretty good forward. Egan Butcher is Egan and that Butcher have both played out of their skin last season. Radley is probably one of the best players in the World Cup. And then like Turpin off the bench, and then no one else really. Yeah, well they're they're missing Crichton and Warrior Hargreaves, which are probably two of their better forwards. <laughs> and and of course Joey Manu in yeah, the Yeah, Joey Manu is like no like. Uh, who who was it? The um Drew Hutchison. Like he played his role, he did his job. But like yeah, there's levels to Joey Minor and Drew Hutchison. So I'm not saying like that was that was gonna be the game winners for him or anything. I think if they scrub up on their errors, they win that game. But it was just unlike the Roosters in general, so No, I, I agree with that. Uh still still gave up my three two one, so I had Sean O'Sullivan with one point. Mark Nichols with two points and Jeremy Marshall King taking three points for that one. Uh, then we had the match of the round. Big quotation. No, match of the round. The match of the big quotation. The match of the round. You're watching two bottom two teams. Bottom, uh, mate, where are you on the ladder? Exactly. Just We'll keep it there. We'll keep it there. Save this just podcast and, and come back to it at the end of the season. And let I, me know. I've got a scroll to find Raiders, I'm sure. I'm just saying, although Titans got the win, 22 to 10, but it, like looking at the penalty count, how the fuck did the Tigers lose that game? Mate, the first 15 minutes, we were 
gifting their meters. The penalty count was three to nine. And our first penalty came in the second half. Just, yeah, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Pato, again, no interest whatsoever in watching this game. <laughs> Talk us through it. Talk, give us your thoughts on it, mate, as the a, as a only Titans supporter. It was a solid game. We're not going to like the first 15 to 20 minutes. Titans were gifting them meters, gifting them field possession, and Tigers couldn't like couldn't score anything, couldn't get any points on the back of it. I think they got two points. They got a penalty goal out of it. But I think that comes down to them starting Jake, Jake Simpkin over Abby Corrison. Yeah, what is going on there? I'm not too sure. Chorus already played 46, so I, I don't know what Screens was thinking. But... Saying that as well, the number two, uh, the the round two pick, Joe Offen and Gowie, coming off the bench too. He was one of their better forwards last year. I just, yeah, it's bizarre to me. You have two of your better players sitting on the bench for almost 50 percent of your game. Like, what's doing? Yeah, it really confused me, and I really think. Um, if Coruscant was on the field, they would have scored a few more tries in that 15 to 20 minutes when we were giving them possession because we kicked it out on the four-off kickoff and then we kicked the boy out on the four-off to drop out and just knock-ons and errors. It's and... dumb to me. He, he, you name him your captain. He's heralded as, as this elite number nine, played for New South Wales, like won two premierships in a row. And you're like, nah, you can sit on the bench. This untested number nine's going to start and do pretty well nothing. Yeah. Uh, and it, when you come on the field, it almost didn't look like the Coruscant that played for Penrith. Like he wasn't... He's playing in fucking... It's like his role had changed. Card, That's his problem. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone in the back end of their career, yeah. they're like, no worries, I'll go collect a paycheck. Let me throw on the Tigers jersey. Yeah, oh, it, was, it was really weird, and it confused me when I seen Jake Simpkin run out for the starting 13 instead of Coruscant, even though he is their club captain as well. Yeah, captain of your club, coming off your bench, only playing 46 minutes. It's just shocking to me. Uh, three two ones in that game. Look, I probably could have thrown anyone in here, but I've gone Adam Dewey, one point. David Fafita, two points. AJ Brimson, three points. Um, Dewey's stats, dude. The guy tried to put the team on his fucking back, man. Like He he did everything he one did. One try, one try assist, 14 runs for 167 metres, six tackle busts, one line break, one line break assists, and 11 kicks for 300 to- 305 metres, zero errors. Like, what more could he do? Yeah, he he was literally the only shining star for the Tigers that game. He didn't. He was trying his heart out on defense, on attack. He he was just everywhere. He had his hand almost every play, trying to make something up. And yeah, it doesn't help when your seven next to you can't hold onto the ball more than five minutes. Because there was a time there that they had a four on one, a pretty much four on one, on their right, on their left side, and he knocked the ball straight into. I think it was AJ Brimson, and then we made like a 20, 30 metre break down the Luke, down Luke the side Brooks is time. meant to be heralded as this elite seven that the Tigers can still fucking win a premiership with, but 
third. I'm just saying when you when you're playing halfback and you kick the ball four times for less than forty meters. I don't I don't know. No line break assists, nothing like eight tackles with six missed tackles as well. Like that's just a shit stat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. But it was almost like Dewey was playing the halfback role, even though he had six on his back. Yeah, okay. Um, he was he was playing on the right hand side. He was doing all that, but I think that was just to cover our right attack to cover four and to cover some. Some is called a double, but so a new addition to the Zach Sports podcast and I guess the Instagram page. If I ever feel like making the the graphic for it, is our team of the week. So we're gonna pick. The best lineup, one to seventeen, team of the week, out of their games. Uh this week, fullback Chance Nickel Clockstad. Like, who doubted this man ever? He was insanely good. Uh two Edward Cossey. I think he he was very underrated. The up and in defense, jamming everyone, creating errors, like scoring tries. He was returning the ball back. He was everywhere. Um the other winger I had was Ruben Garrick. What more can you say? Dominant performance by Manly, dominant performance by him. Uh, the centres, I had Herbie Farnworth and Campbell Graham, both scoring two tries. Um, yeah, they were just they were just good. Like, I don't think the centres had huge standout performances this week. It was just two solid performances by Farnworth and Graham that got their position. The halves, I've got Cameron Munster at six, Daily Cherry Evans at seven. I don't really need to say much more about their game. The Queensland halves just dominated. Ilias. Ili- yeah. Look, Daily Cherry Evans scored a hat-trick. His team won 31 to six. Yeah, I would, I would have Cherry Evans over <laughs> Ilias. And- but don't get me wrong. Don't get me Especially wrong. Especially last week. If I had to... Like, Ilias played well, I, but... I... I I enjoyed watching Ilias play more, but Cherry Evans just had a fucking sensational game. Well, I, I can't, I can't argue too much, but I could just see that there's definitely there an is, argument yes. for that. I'd, I'd, if someone was to I'd, say Lachlan Ilias instead of Cherry Evans, I'd, I'd like be like, yeah, no, that's fair. Front row: Payne Haas and Ruben Cotter, two elite front rowers, two dominant performances, two wins. Number nine, I've got Reese Robson at nine now. I did originally, before the Cowboys played, I had um, Reed Mahoney at nine. I thought he, he had a pretty pretty good game for the for the Dogs, but but it was like we we had a bit of a discussion after the Cowboys game, and I didn't like I don't want to sound too biased here, but Reese Robson was just fantastic in that Cowboys game. And so there's an argument there for Harry Grant as well. Like in my opinion, Harry Grant. Yeah, that was pointed out. That was pointed out after I made the team. But I still think Robson. I'd, I would have taken Robson's performance just because it was more. It was more eighty minutes than Grant. Grant was good in, like he he wasn't really switched on in the first half. But like that was the whole Melbourne side. Whereas like Reese Robson, when the Cowboys were still like getting try scored on him, he seemed like he was the only one putting in the effort to. To make his tackles, to to run the ball, like he was he was on fire in in that game. Um, in the back row, I've got uh, David Fafita, 
And I picked Jackson Ford from the Warriors. 80-minute back row. I hadn't I don't think he played 80 minutes for the Dragons. I don't even think he played 40 minutes for the Dragons, but he he showed his class. He was dangerous with the ball, good in defense. I thought it was a very, very underrated game from him. Uh, and I was impressed. I was impressed by Jackson Ford. Uh, at lock, I had Jermaine Hopgood. How could you go past him? 57 tackles, 60-something minutes. Like, guy was a freak. Uh, 84 minutes, sorry. He played the full game in the middle against the Melbourne Storm forwards. Like, that's an incredible game. Uh, on the bench, I've got Sonny Luke, who I was very impressed with. I had Tom Starling as well, who I thought played really good for the Raiders. Um, added a lot more than what Danny Levi added, I think. I'm still bizarre founded that Danny Levi was playing over Zach Wolford. Yeah, I, I never really liked. Especially after that show. I never really liked Zach Wolford, if I'm honest. He's well, not thought, much of a hooker. But he's he's a bit more nuggety and, and, and was a much like much better defender than what Danny Levi was. Yeah, but when, you, when you've got, well, when Papaliti's back, you don't really need that defense in the middle because you've got Tarpany, you've got Papaliti, you've got... All them no, players, no, you need that like, quick hooker to get for meters. Those, for those early stages, which is what. No, the, see the early stages for me is where is where Zach Wolf. I think it's Zach Wolf. Like just his, that his first simple half. passing out of dummy yeah. half. I'm not saying it would have been a bit different, but defensively it would have been a bit more, bit more solid. Yeah, but usually he doesn't play the second half of the second half because that's when Sterling, Sterling, Starling comes on. And Darling. yeah, so well, that right. that part of the you only really need him for that twenty minutes, but Danny Levi didn't. Yeah, show well, up. again, he it's he, like he missed the flight. It's the North first Queensland. game they're they're playing at four thirty in North Queensland, which the humidity would have been ridiculous. Yeah, that's true. And Zach Wolford would have been even worse. I think it was seventy. Zach, Zach Wolford would have been even worse because he's a bigger boy. He's Ranger, and everyone knows Rangers don't do well in the heat. And yeah, so. That's true. It's true. Hey, Corey Horsburgh playing. <laughs> I didn't watch the game. I'm not going to lie. I didn't watch much of the game. Mate, I watched some parts. Redhead in Queensland. He went off. He's pretty sure he's in. Hear, he'll be out with Sunday this week. His cheeks were redder than his hair by the end of it. Well, he's he's my brother. Promise. Out for six, six to eight weeks for buddy. <laughs> Mate, he's coming back and rapping. I'll come back. I'm oh. telling <laughs> <laughs> he's out with Rapner at the moment. That's oh. that's what it is. His skin is bloody yeah. fairer than those referees, I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, Jesus. Um, the last two bench spots, I took Shakai Mitchell. I thought, you know, Arrow was gone, Totola was gone. He played a lot of minutes and he impressed me. He was solid defensively, ran the ball well, did everything you can ask of an interchange front rower. And uh, what is known to the NRL community is the GOAT, number seven, or the last interchange spot, went to Mark Nichols for his performance. Um, he scored he and played really well off the bench for the Dolphins. He always seems to score. Weird. But yeah. Um, I don't know what he does. Yeah, I don't know he how he does it. Always seems to score. It's nice to go and have a chat with bloody Twole. <laughs> Let him know what's good. Yeah, right. He just needs to needs to guide. He him got in the close right a few times against us, but just kind of cross the line. Again, I think that comes off 
The closest he got to line was running off Coruscant, if I'm honest. I reckon he'll crash over this year. Yeah, 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 for sure. Happy had a dummy half just getting past the markers, short ball. I think 12s. I'm going to put a dollar on him each week until he scores. (laughs) Mate, back him. 100 bucks each week. Fuck it. Oh, fuck that. (laughs) Got to make bank, bro. Yeah, you're going to make profit. I'm nervous enough putting on a $2 multi, let alone $100. Just... Oh, come on, mate. I've seen what you've put on. <laughs> See, it's Don't different. Flex it's different it. in the basketball. When, when I'm betting try... on basketball, it's 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 easy. Don't you try and flex on your little podcast listeners, mate. You're a buddy. You're an addict. I don't know what you're, you're talking about, mate. You're an, you're an addict, you... mate. I've watched I lost you slap 50 bucks shit on the parties. weekend. I had four horses. They all fucking lost. They were shit. 50 Jeez. bucks on four horses and you're worried about jumping yeah, all the fucking four. No, but it's different than <laughs> horses. They are. They are. If you do your math. They yeah, if you do your calculations, you should win. But I was no good Unless you back nature strict so fucking mule. Mate, guarantee yeah, you back wall and you're going to win. <laughs> yeah, you do for do for the beers, do for one. I tell you who's due for one. Who's, who are they versing? Fucking. Ah, uh, they got Knights Sunday. Whoa, 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 oh, whoa, whoa, He's scoring whoa. against the Knights. He's scoring against the Knights. Boys, Actually, he's coming off the bench. Not, I'm not going to go first. Of the week. What's he oh, paying? Well. Elliot Whitehead for a double. Yeah, uh, uh, he's due uh, for one. What about an Alex Twole? Elliot Whitehead try. Bro, yeah, who is David Clemmer paying more than Alex Twole? Who? The fuck is that? David Clemmer is paying eleven bucks, while Twole is paying seven dollars twenty-five. Yeah. Alex Twole's <laughs> never crashed over the line ever. He should be paying like fifteen. They know he's due for one, mate. Oh, no. dude, bit of bit of jam on your anytime try scorer, Daniel Sayafiti. He's paying he's a tenner. He's, he's good for a tenor. first time. Any time. Anytime, Daniel Saifidi, 10 bucks. Boys, where are he is good for a first time. Yeah, I got him, I think, three times last year for the first time. He did well. That might be your, your jam of the week. Mm. Anyway, well, enough from gambling yeah. to the children that are listening. Yeah, gamble responsibly, you over 18 year olds. <laughs> Under 18 year olds, you can do what you want. Do it irresponsibly. <laughs> if you're going to do it, don't half ass it. Balls to the if wall. If you're doing it 50 each way. Yep. 100%. Yeah. All right, so for round two, we've got some ins and outs. Uh, Panthers, Scott Sorison out. Matt Eisenhuth in. For the Rabbitohs, Jai Arrow, Junior Totola out. Jed Cartwright and Daniel Saluka for feeder are in. Um, the Eel Sharks game Friday night. Uh, Sean Russell returns. Lumi Lumi drops out of the side. Wade Graham and I think it's Jack Williams both out. Uh, Connor Tracy and Royce Hunt return for the Sharks. Uh, the main game, match of the round for me, Broncos versus Cowboys. Reese Walsh is back. Uh, Jesse Arthurs drops to 18th man. Cowboys are unchanged from their win against the Raiders. Uh, Saturday, 3 o'clock. I think it's 3 o'clock or 3.30, whenever it is. Uh, Roosters versus Warriors. Joey Manu's back. And Fletcher Baker is also in the team. Corey Allen and Matt Lodge both drop out of the side. The Warriors are unchanged from their win over the Knights. 
So Dolphins versus Raiders, 5.30. Mason Teague is in for the injured Ray Stone. Albert Hoppawade comes in for the suspended Jordan Rapana. Uh, Storm versus Bulldogs, the main game on Saturday oh, no. night. Cameron Munster is out. Aaron Penne takes his spot with Tyrone Wishart going to 5.8. The Bulldogs, despite the big loss against Manly, are unchanged. Um, Tigers versus Knights on Sunday. Alex Seifarth is in with Funa Pole. I think that's how you pronounce it, is out. Inari Tuwala and Adam Elliott are both out with Dane Gagai and Jack Johns taking their place. And the main game on Sunday, Dragons versus the Titans. Jack Bird's been named at lock with Moses Emboy named at hooker. I think they're the big talking points of the, the Dragons team. Uh, the Titans are unchanged from their win last week. Boys, which game are you looking forward to the most just before we go? Game of the round, Titans, Dragon. No, I'm kidding. No, probably, honestly, probably the first game. The first game, Panthers, Bunnies is probably yeah, I think the one I'm most interested in. Season. Yeah, 100%. I mean, me personally, Cowboys, Broncos is always a fucking show. So. It's a show and a I'd, half, isn't it? I'd... Where is that played yeah. at? Is that at Broncos? It's in Brisbane, oh. yeah. So... Yeah, but the Cowboys undefeated in in the the Queensland Derbies last year, so don't know if you want to put your money on the Cowboys or not, boys. Hey, but I know where I'm putting my Cowboys money. at a dollar ninety seven. Worth a little, worth a couple of pins. What's Broncos paying? Dollar eighty four. Ooh, very either tight. Team, either team ten I'm or leaning, less. I'm leaning towards Cowboys, especially with fucking Reese Walsh in the back. Yeah, mm, yeah. I mean, didn't... I just I think. He's too error prone, and he's and he's so bad defensively. Tolungi monstered him last year too, so like, yeah, he's just too small. Like, oh, I he's forgot nimble. To, when forgot to say as well, Manly are the team with the buy, so there goes yeah. all my fantasy points. Fuck them guys. Mm-hmm. I don't have a single Manly player, so it's great. Well, boys, before we go, highlight of the week for last round. What do you guys think was the best moment? Personally, I'm going to start it off. No. I'm going to... No. All right? Can't <laughs> you know what he's taking. Can't, can't stry saver. Yeah, it was dirty. One-on-one game on the line. Chance. I'm going to... Mm. Wade Graham shoot... Old Wade Graham off the bench trying to change the momentum of the game. Shoots out of the line. Decapitating a blow. It takes someone's head off. Lovely to watch. I did see when we started this podcast, it got released that he is suspended for four weeks. Yeah, he took the early play. Yeah, well, it's pretty well equipped with what Rapana yeah. did. It was a fucking yeah. hit and a half. Well, my, my moment of the week, it's not a try saver. It's not a brilliant try. It's AJ Brimson's shushing the Tigers' ground. Shushing yeah. the crowd as he ran in for that runaway try. That is oh, elite shit shithousery, and I'm all for it. We love shithousery here. Him shushing the crowd. Well, boys, that's the end. Uh, thank you to Craig. Thank you to Dalton. Thank you to Hayden for joining. Um, yeah, tune in next week where we do the same again. But with Jamie and Maddie, I hope.